Hey, Joseph, from the Jaywalk Podcast. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I sure can. Sounds nice and clear. How are you doing? Good. I'm glad to have you back, man. Real good to have you back, man. Thank you. So, you know, actually, you know what tonight's uh, topic is about. Very somber, very, very sad and disgusting about what happened last, last week in Texas. Um, this is where, um, where, like I said, my side of politics do not lean red at all. Um, did, did you want to speak on it or, or what you give your thoughts or whatever? Cause I know you're a father too. So. Well, no, I thank you. I appreciate it. No, just, uh, uh, just, I'll just say it real quick. So, so I can hear what you have to say after your introduction there. I think it'd be more interesting to hear about your side as a former Republican. No, just, uh, I, well, for me, it's just so I can put my cards on the table. So, so your, your, uh, listeners can understand where I'm coming from. Uh, uh, I, well, a lot of people who may have heard me before, those who haven't, uh, they know that I, I am from, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska, which is about 300,000, uh, the city, uh, uh almost 400,000, uh, greater Lincoln. Uh, so it is a city, uh, uh, but I, but I visited big cities, uh, New York, LA, Chicago, you know, throughout, but what I'm getting at is I live a, a, a city lifestyle. So, which means that um, that's not to say that just because you are a city person, you can't hunt or things like that. I never hunted in my life. Uh, just don't have any desire. Um, I do believe in self-defense, though. That includes the use of firearms if you need to, but only for self-defense. Now, with that said, you know, I, I, I uh, as far as like having a so-called resource officer police officer or some kind of guard uh i know i i had kind of mixed, mixed feelings about that at, at school libraries and whatnot uh from what what i understand and, and by the way there's also we can't forget about buffalo new york where mm-hmm. uh, uh that uh that asshole had killed uh, african-american he targeted black people specifically he drove uh, uh several uh, a few hundred miles he went out of his way or a, a, a couple hundred, whatever it was, miles. Uh, so he came from another community and he sought them out on purpose to kill them. But, but yeah, but of course, uh, Uvalde, Texas as well. Uh, in the end, they're, they're all dead, regardless of uh, what the motivation was, whether it's racially motivated or someone just going off. The point is they're dead. They, they were targeted uh, for different reasons, but in the end, they're all still dead. So I just want to remind people of that. Yeah, um, what, um, what's really unfortunate is, um, like there's, there, I don't know if these politicians, because, you know, they don't want to lose power or they don't, you know, they're getting paid by NRA, how they, you know, it's not their kids that are getting slaughtered in schools, man. Like, it is really, really sad. Joseph, and you remember that one of the uh, couple of podcasts ago when we had one. Uh, remember, I was talking about if school shootings. Remember, I said that you know if they're you know if they're going to allow school shootings, then anybody is fair game. Yeah, um, I remember you saying that. Yeah, and when I heard this, this was like wow again. And I don't want to become numbless. I still got a daughter that's in school, and. No parent, no parent should ever have to worry about their kid coming home just because they're going to school. And it just seems to me that the red side of the spectrum, it is two things. Either they don't care or they just don't care. That's how I am with when it comes to... Um, guns and gun control um you do you, when you have a ar-15 anything that is a weapon of war and is not never needed in a domestic capacity uh when it comes to to anything in the united states like that weapon is made specifically just to kill as many people as you can so why why would we allow an 18-year-old kid 
to be able to get something like that and to do something so sickening. But yet we 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 have an age limit on drinking and and um you know to rent a car and everything else. And you know when a 20 year old one 21 year old drinks, they're even more dangerous when they get behind the wheel of a car. So right. That's why a, that's are a, that's we, a good example? Yeah, so I'm saying so why is it that we are willing to say, you know what? This comes results like this come from um the Second Amendment, because everybody has a right to bear arms. So we are willing to deal with kids getting brutally murdered because of the Second Amendment. Does that sound logical to you? Does that sound smart? Does, do you see how the Western world saying what the hell is going on in America where kids can't even go to school and learn? Like it's probably it's probably more dangerous to be at a school than it is to be in the, you know in the Middle East somewhere right now. Yeah, actually it is, and it's really disgusting that politicians can't even look into the humane side and just say, you know what? We need to do something. I don't care if I lose power. We need to do something. This is disgusting. And it's really sad that we are to this point where I think some people have gotten numb to this happening. And you should never get numb to this. But it's been happening so much that you know, Joseph, I'm just lost for words. We had 27 mass shootings this year, and it's only May. It's supposed to be June tomorrow. So, so that means we'll be having a mass shooting a week. That's what that means. So, yeah, uh, statistically speaking, right. Yeah, right. It's, it's really disgusting, Joseph. And it, what, like, why is it okay? For politicians to keep living their life and everything else while other people's kids get shot in schools. How is that okay? Like, I mean, where's your humanity? You know, no, it's, 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 it's not it's not okay, of, of course, is the correct answer. Right. And you're right, Joseph, it's not okay. But for whatever reason, it just seems like people have just gotten numb to this and think, okay, this is the result of having the Second Amendment. Well, I, I'm not, and, and and for every reason, this is what people, they use the scare tactic. Oh, they're trying to take our guns away. No, we need to keep guns away from people that, for they can't do crimes like this. It's, it's funny you should... Uh, uh-huh. Go ahead, Joseph. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, it's funny you should say that. And I'm going to read directly. I have this up. Uh, I Googled it. And, uh, um, well, the source is basically the Constitution. Uh, This is the Second Amendment, uh, 1789. A well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, comma, shall not be infringed. What I find rather interesting, what you don't, especially with these libertarians and these right wingers who love to talk about Second Amendment, and and you know, so, of course, defense. Well, you know, I believe in self defense too. But there are some people who are pacifists and don't even believe that. I, I was actually, I grew up pacifist as a uh, former Pentecostal, but not anymore. But anyway, uh, notice this, Jerome. A well-regulated militia, militia doesn't say individual, militia, comma being necessary to the security of a free state. So these people who love to talk about the Second Amendment, are they talking about a, a, are they part of a well-regulated militia? Regulated Mm -hmm. militia. Who's regulating this, that militia? Two, for the security of a free state, a state is capitalized. That means government. State could be interpreted as nation state, or it could be interpreted as, uh, you know, a, a, comp- uh, a comprising state like, you know, Nebraska, Iowa, Rhode Island. Uh, but the point is, some kind of government organization, some kind of government organ. So, are, are you 
So that's B. So are these people who love the who love the second amendment, if, have they really taken the time to really pay attention to this this sentence being a regulated militia because they don't like these regulated and it's security of a free state that is to say government so are they organized in a militia that's regulated for the sake of the protection of the state not themselves it doesn't say individual it says security of this free state all right and so so i just i just find that interesting that it's if you you can really interpret that to be well militia you're supposed to be protecting the state not yourself as a militia right that, that's a direct quote from the u.s constitution as the second amendment but joe said i mean but as you know um people will like to trim things down like you know in religion sometimes they sure. follow some parts and but they're going to cut out the rest they don't like and oh sure that's what, the second, that's what the second amendment is like I, I believe Joseph is okay we're going to strip it down to its purest form right to bear arms well it says right to bear arms so I'm allowed to have you know I am allowed to have a you know have a gun right to bear arms it says it right there but we all know and we uh I'm not going to call them forefathers I'm not going to go that far but yeah the people they wrote that, yeah but when they wrote that they you know dang well this is not what they meant this is not what they meant. I mean, you know what Joe said? When somebody, when somebody says something um, sarcastic and said, oh my God, go ahead and kill me now. You know, you know, they don't mean it. See, people take things out of context because I hear what I want to hear so I can do what I want to do. Um, well, and, and more to the point, they could not have known about AR-15, or, you know, I, I'm not a gun person. I just I just know about what I read about, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, you know, th th these different automatic, uh, these automatic guns, and these, from uh, Kalishnikovs to whatever, obviously, in the, 17, the late 1700s, they had absolutely no idea what kind of technology they would have. And by the way, it's not limited to guns, but the, the issue tonight is about gun control, gun safety, whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, because it's also about communication, First Amendment rights. Uh, I actually had one law class at the university, uh, at, at the law school. It was about First Amendment, uh, not Second First Amendment. But the, uh, but like, what about communications? You know, with social media. Obviously, the, the so-called forefathers didn't know about that. What's the same argument about the Second Amendment right? Uh -huh. They 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 knew about muskets. When you stand there, you load it up with a little pellet of, of, of ball bearings, basically, I guess, and, and use a, a powder, a gunpowder. You stand there, and that takes like a process of, I don't know, I'm guessing 20 seconds, and then you do one shot, and then you do it again. That's what they, to the best of their knowledge, what the technology was back then for them. It, it was impossible for them to know um, yeah. what we would have today. I Like I said, just and let me say this, and I, in one of your podcasts, I had said that I said this before, and I say it again. I think we need, just like in, uh, I think it's Chile and other countries where they, uh, a few other countries where they got rid of their constitution and, and did a new one. I think we need to get rid of this constitution and draft a new one because it's, it's it's not just because, of course, you know, there's the racial aspect of it because you and I, the constitution was not written for uh, African Americans, not for not okay. It's better to it's easier to say who the U.S. Constitution was written for. It was written for white men who owned land, property. That's what the U.S. Constitution was for. Then on top of that, you have these these uh, uh, situations where it does not fit in the 21st century, so, right. such as you know. And I don't care how many amendments you're talking about, and and you know you have the U.S. Supreme Court to rule on it. That's uh, and then it, it doesn't make sense because they're trying to square a peg, a round peg, to, to uh, interpret almost 300 something, you know, that was written almost 300 years ago. Right, 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 right. And it's really, what, what frustrates me the most, Joseph, is kids are being murdered. They're being murdered. And Congress, just hey so what 
so what? And um, it's just when when is enough going to be enough, man? You know, like two things need to happen, and and I'm I'm really sorry because, like I said, getting shot was the least of my worries in school. Was me getting that was the least of my worries, but they're going to have to make schools extremely like extremely secure, and they're going to have to change some of these gun laws, Joseph. I mean, that's the only way this is going to work, because I, I'm you know what Joe says. I am okay, and I, I I feel bad for saying this. I'm okay with making schools like fortresses to keep kids safe. Right. That's where I'm at now. Sure. Um, it's, you know, you know, and when the next one happens, then what? Because <laughs> you know another one's coming, Joseph. Well, sure. And like, based on statistics, like you said, it, it, it works out. Uh, of course, it could, you know, when you, when you average it, it works out to like one, one every week. You know, if it's not every week, it's like every second week, maybe every third week. But the point is, we can't seem to go a damn month without some kind of, and it's not a shooting in the school, it's shooting somewhere. Yeah. In the, in the United States. And that coward. Uh, for him to yes. sit there, he asked a fair question. Hey, why does it only happen here in America? Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. That just, man, it's just, man, okay, go ahead and just come out and say it. Hey, they pay me, so I'm not going to say anything about it. That's, it's just, that's what bothers me more than anything. Like, it's the game that the red side's playing, where they sit there and act like, oh, you know, nothing, nothing was going to stop this crime. Nothing could have been done to prevent this, something like this, whatever like that. Okay. You can't stop. There's nothing in this world that's 100%, but you can make something a lot harder to do. You know, Joe said, I just can't get up and decide, hey, you know what? I want to go fly a plane. I right. can't get up and decide that. I have to be trained and everything else, stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. That's good. That's an excellent, excellent uh, example. I like that. That's good. Yeah, Joe said, but you know what? People can get up and get a gun and just murder hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. People, it's easy to do that for some reason, but I you know I have a better chance. Well, NRA, you know the NRA, the gun lobbyists, and and right wingers in general, they 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 make it easy for 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 certain citizens to do that. Yeah, and then you got cops that didn't even want to go into the school and try to you know yeah. engage the shooter because you know they handled it wrong because you know That's obviously whole, that is a whole nother ball of yeah. wax right there. Yeah, they just they sat there and compounded it because they were scared to go in because of the kind of weapon he had. Now, let me tell you this. So that's what I'm saying. How are you pro-police, but yet the pro police are always outgunned, usually. But yet you're so pro-police on, on the yellow on the red side. You're so pro-law and order, yet you, you yet you got them outgunned. But you're so pro-law and order. They, they see, they talk on both sides of their neck. And, it, and it's very, it's very, very frustrating that these parents have to bury, I'm trying not to cry, but bury their children just because they were going to school. It's, it's just sickening. It is so sickening. And politicians want to keep playing this little political theater game and keep dancing around the real issue. Did you know that, Joe Seth? You know that old saying, guns will kill people, people kill people. Yeah. Nah, the gun has a big part of that too, a huge part of it. Well, I, I've always said year, years ago. I've always said, no, there, there's a couple, of, uh, and, and it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of being facetious, but I'm saying it on purpose to make a point, and it is true. Notice that uh, you can take a butter knife and kill people, but how much easier is it to kill more people when you have a a, a machine? that uses projectile that goes faster than the speed of sound. Right. That's that's how we're able to, uh, these murderers, these terrorists, are able to kill so many people in just a few seconds. You can't do that with a butter knife. <laughs> well, yeah, Joe, that's what I'm saying. So, and the thing that makes it, the reason for worse, Joe says, is a gun, I'm talking about a gun, especially an assault rifle. Right. They're only made to kill. That's it. They're not. They're not there to 
They're not there to injure you. They're not there to uh, stop you. But I mean, of course they're there to stop you, but they are there for one reason, to kill you, period. And I really think that if we got 300 million people in this country, but 400 million guns, why do we need 400 million guns, Joseph? Do you see, why would we need 100 more million guns when we got 300 million people? Yeah, we, we obviously do not need that much at all. We yeah, could have we could have just had we could have had one hundred million guns and that still would have been too much, G- given given their given their capacity to kill people. Yeah, uh, it's um, it's Joseph. It's the issue of like I I don't I don't know how other countries look at Nebraska, uh, look look at America and be like you know what, either they're really stupid or they're really violent there. And like I said, as Joe said, I am to the point where as a parent, because I still got two kids in school, as a parent, I am ready to make schools like look like fortresses. I, that's, that's to the point where I am because, hey, you know, know what, guys? I, I don't know what, 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 else, what else can we do as parents, Joe says, you know, like what else can we do? Yeah, well, it's funny that you said other countries because Australia, and I remember this, um, I forgot how many years ago, I think it was uh, former Prime Minister Howard, uh, a conservative, conservative, equivalent to, I forgot the name of his party of Australia, the Prime Minister. Uh, uh, he signed it, but I don't know the details, like who introduced it, or perhaps it was him, or you know, all this other stuff. But the point is, it was under uh, former uh, Prime Minister uh, Howard of Australia. Something like ten years ago, more. More, uh, uh, they actually introduced some gun control, uh, and, and, it, and it helped. They hardly had any uh, uh, killings, uh, murdered by by uh, guns, at all. And then you got Canada just recently. Look at that BBC uh, 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 Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Uh, uh, his government had proposed a, a, a freezing private ownership of all sorts of barreled firearms. Mm-hmm. And that, that's just this past week. Because, you yeah. know, I, I, I'm guessing that's a spillover because they're just our neighbors to the north. And they're probably thinking, hey, we don't want to be like you, America. This is what we are doing. We could get this done. And just here's the problem. The difference between, you know, Canadians and Americans is like, Americans feel entitled. Yes. They feel like they feel like I hey, if I want to have an AR-15 and have it, and you know, if I decided I want to shoot people, then damn it, you should be I should be allowed to do it. That I mean, you know what I'm saying? They don't they don't they're not come out and say it, but that's how they feel. That they really believe Americans feel like they should have the right to do whatever they want to, whenever they want to. That is how we think. So I got a question for you then. If that's the case, Joe says, if we're allowing AR-15s and everything else, okay, out here that's murdering, you know, hundreds of thousands of people on a yearly basis, um, why are we enforcing the drug laws so bad then? Well, why you said, why are we not enforcing the drug laws? No, no, why are we? No, no. Why are we? Yeah, drug laws. Why are we so quick to block people up that that either perceive or sell narcotics or any kind? Oh, or or even just, I see what you're saying, or just yeah. even it, just it, possession. Yeah, that, not, that not, even, not even not even use, just possess possessing the damn stuff. You can get locked right. up. Right, you get locked up. Right, you don't say. So let me get this straight. So I tell you right now, there's no there's no cocaine, crack, rock, heroin, everything that killed 19 kids at once. Right. That's a very good point. Very good point. But but there's but hey, you have anything like that? They're they're flying. They're you know they're they're gonna make sure that that hey they catch that on you. You're going to jail and your your life your life is done. But I, I think. Oh sorry, you go ahead, please. Okay, but but uh, but we got killing machines. We got killing machines that are killing hundreds of thousands of people a year. And but it comes to the right to bear arms. What are you gonna say, Joseph? No, I was just—I was just going to say, uh, uh, 
Well, uh, okay. Well, you're saying uh, like, uh, what now? What was the main thrust? You, oh, you were asking why? Okay, I think part of part of to answer your question about why the, so much that they they as in uh, the conservatives, uh, Republicans in different conservative states and red states, why do they enforce? They're they're so happy to enforce drug laws, but when it comes down to gun laws, oh, it's about mental health. You know all this other bullshit. Uh, no, I I personally think about the drug laws and enforcing those when you compare it to gun control, especially when you compare it to that. Especially, I think a lot of that has to do with with the it's still that ancient that ancient held uh, uh, that DNA. So I'm kind of using that loosely. Uh, 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 Puritanism that uh, within certain conservative Christians. Because it's drugs, it must be really evil. So we're going to make sure we're going to enforce the hell out of that. But you know, these gun controls, oh, it's about mental health, it's, uh, maybe access, and or anything but the gun itself. That's what that's what I think. That's my interpretation of that. Yeah, and Joseph, when you go, uh, at least now, when you go in um, into a bank. And do you know how hard it is to rob a bank now? Do you know how hard it is now to rob a bank? I it, it personally wouldn't know, know, but I mean, I mean, if you look, they got a vault and everything else. Like they got cameras and everything else. Like it is dang near a suicide mission if you if you try to rob a bank. Yes, pretty much. And so what I'm saying is, that's how hard it should be to get a gun like that. That's how hard it should be. Right. It should be extremely yeah. hard. To get a gun, and we need to do something different with security when it comes to these schools. It, the, the, the the situation and, and and like the solution, not that difficult. It's not that difficult, but because everybody knows when it comes to America, I said this before. It's about the bottom, you know, your, the bottom line, money. That's what it's about. So, if I can make millions of billions of dollars off guns, you know, why you know? Now, why would I care that that kids are getting slaughtered? Because I, you know, I'm making hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm okay. That's what that's that's America because it's all about the bottom dollar, bottom line in America. I do, I do. Also, in addition to that, I do also think Jerome that a lot of it is some people really do believe in what uh, their parties stand for. Uh, there, there are true believers, uh, but that cynical view about getting the money, staying in power, uh, of course, there's, there's that. Uh, uh, but you know, some people, you know, they're true believers like it is socialism or true believers in libertarianism or you know, Second Amendment. They they truly believe what they uh, uh, what they're in, just like we believe. You know, uh, you know, I'm, the stuff I do, I don't get anything out of it. I do this as a volunteer, uh, 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 as a pro uh, progressive. Uh, or, or very rarely did I ever have a job working within uh, the uh, progressive politics, except for one time, or twice maybe, well, one time specifically, where I worked at Department of uh, Environmental Quality. Right after I graduated from UNL, uh, I had a desk job where I actually utilized my my uh, arts degree for graphic designing and marketing. Uh, I actually did it for making uh, illustrations for pamphlets and brochures and a, a, a cartoon for uh, like environment, like how to care for your waters and stuff. I know I did that years ago, but you know, the state lost money and they couldn't keep me on. That was the early nineties. But since then I volunteered with me, you know why? Because I'm a true believer in progressivism. Well, just the opposite is true for them, you know? But so you see, that's, that's where the problem is, is they're going to, See, for Democrats, we, uh, I'll say Democrats, and if you're not a Democrat, those who believe in gun control, I'll just put it that way. We have the, the movement of uh, gun safety or gun control, they have to be at least as halfway, per, uh, per, uh, per, per, uh, have perseverance in pursuing gun control just as much as these crazy people for the Second Amendment rights. But I don't, I don't think we have. I don't think we have as much gumption as they do, to be honest with you, because they're they're just nuts, crazy about the Second Amendment. Uh, you know, 
So would you um um what would you suggest yourself like like what would you suggest what? about like just to curb some down some of these uh mass shootings? Well this this, this the uh okay for okay for me what what I would suggest uh, for one thing there 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 uh uh there right now there is legislation that is right now um it, it's it, uh hold on I have to go I have to go somewhere else uh give me a few seconds well okay there's legislation I haven't had a chance to uh, to to read it just yet but there, there is legislation but I I don't know because it's trying to reach out with the Republican party and and they're trying to do the purple I'm, I'm saying purple and and to those who may not know about um because i'm i say this drone because there's a lot of people who may run into your your podcast and a lot of people don't follow news closely they really don't uh, they stumble across so when when i say purple i mean red states are republican uh states that are dominated by republican blue states are states dominated by democrats purple you uh, uh you mix purple and blue you get purple oh excuse me red red and blue you get purple so that's i'm making this reference uh, I, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, uh, but there, uh, there, there is, uh, uh, they're working on something. It's supposed to be proposed on Thursday in the House of Representatives, um, but they're trying to do it bipartisan. So that's what, what I mean by purple. Uh, putting, but you know, in this day of age, I don't think it's going to go anywhere because uh, because there are two, the extremes. But the Republicans, they are more extreme than we are. Uh, they always are. I honestly, I, I kind of envy the Republicans. I wish we were had some wing nut jobs like that uh, in, in Congress. <laughs> we never do. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. Personally speaking, Jerome, personally speaking, this is what I think we should do. Okay, let, let me just keep it simple. If I were king for a day, let's just say Joseph Moore was president, and let's say I had a majority, a, a clear majority like 80 Democrats to 20 Republicans in the Senate and, 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 and a clear majority in the House of Representatives so we don't have to worry about the filibuster or uh, in the Senate and we don't have to worry about getting in enough votes. Let's just, for the sake of argument, okay, Jerome, personally speaking, I would, because I would treat, it's not even about, it's not even about, about the, um, I would treat certain organizations and you you and you can uh look them up we we have already have a database about who are uh uh foreign and and even domestic terrorists but since we're talking about gun controls i would take that that that's it should be the fbi because the fbi is about uh looking at, as far as like a, a, a law enforcement and, and security of the, of the nation but on a domestic case cia is for the foreign so I would take the database that the FBI has on domestic terrorists, and I would, uh, like I said, if I were king for a day, you know, I had a clear majority as a Democrat in, in uh, as a president, and, and if, if we were in power, and I would raid all these right-wing groups, including the NRA, I would raid their damn office, and I would lock them up, and if they fight back, just, uh, and then you're, you're younger than me, uh, Jerome, but let's just put it this way. I remember when Clinton was president and there was uh, 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 the David Koresh group, this this cult in Texas. I forgot mm -hmm. the name of the town, of course. Uh, maybe, maybe you did see this or maybe you remember Wait, it. Waco. Uh, Wait, Waco. Wait, thank you. you. Okay, good. And guess what? You just saw what happened, right? There was there was there was there was an incursion. There was a there were shots fired. People died. That's like I said, I am not a pacifist. I personally would raid these right wingers and yes, take their damn guns from them. Mm. If they want a civil war, I, I'd personally give it to them. I'm just, I'm just gonna be straight up with you, and I don't care who doesn't like that. I would give them their civil war if they fight back, because look how many people we're falling to their purposes. These are these are innocent people dying. They did nothing to these people. Whether it's racially motivated or these poor kids, you know, right. uh, 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 they did. And so I think they would be in the right to raid these people and use by the by the barrel of a gun and detain these people. If they fight back, well, 
We'll see where the chips land. That's what Joseph mm-hmm. Moore would do. Mm-hmm. But Democrats, what I just told you right now, Jerome, that's part of the reason why I'm not popular in the Lancaster County Democrat, which is for Lincoln, Nebraska, because they think I'm, I'm too radical. But then so think- be it. But that's what needs to be done because we keep we keep reliving this over and over. Right. All right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I, I can hear the frustration in your voice, Joseph. I'm just I don't, I don't yep. know, you know, because I mean, what we're doing is not working. No. Uh, these, mo- these moments of silence, these prayers, thoughts these, and prayers, right, right. Condolences like that is not working. And well, you know what? If you think about it, Jerome, it's working for a certain subset of group Republicans. Because they make it, and it looks, they get to say that where they sound like, oh, they're so concerned. How how dare you politicize? It's like that one guy when uh, 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 Beto O'Rourke, when he mm-hmm. uh, he went before uh, uh, Governor Abbott uh, during his uh, his brief, uh, briefing uh, uh, in Texas, and, and then you know, and Beto O'Rourke, uh, 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 a left uh, progressive uh, Democrat, for those who may not know, uh, he he went before the the text. The Texas governor after the shooting in, in uh, uh, how do you pronounce that town? Udalve? Yeah, Udalve. I don't know how to pronounce it, okay. but yeah. Yeah, Close okay, Udalve. And after, after that, uh, he, uh, uh, the, the governor, uh, I forgot his first name. I think it's Greg, Greg Abbott, whatever his name yep. is. Gregory he Abbott. Had that, yep. He had that uh, press, that press briefing, and then Beto O'Rourke, he stood and he, and he calmly and, and, and kind of quietly Kept asking, asking like, "Hey, what are you going to do?" And that, and and, and then uh, uh, the come to find out, and I learned this recently, right before you called me. Uh, it was the mayor of Udalve who who was calling him a son of, son of a bitch and all that other stuff. Uh, I made a report. That was the mayor of of the town that did that. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so. Uh, well, Joseph, it, this, this, not to, not to cut you off, Joseph. No, no, no didn't it sound like to you that they were more upset about him confronting them as opposed to what actually happened in the city? That, they that like they is were a good, that's an excellent uh, point, uh, Jerome. I, I didn't even think about that. that. That's an excellent point. I think you're right. They they seem more upset about that little interruption yeah. than they were about the innocent kids being uh, 19 of them killed and two teachers. Yeah. That's a good. That's a very good point, Jerome. Um, yeah, it's like I said. I'm getting a little emotional, man. Cause I just, it's just really. I mean, they're kids, man, in school. See, like, for, I, for I, me, other people get sad. Personally, I get angry. That's my emotion is anger. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't. I, I rarely ever get sad. It's just, it's more of anger because it's, it's well, like I said, it's like okay, so we have to go through this shit again when we have to. Do prayers and concern and thoughts and prayers. It's too late then. That's not going to do those kids or any any of them any good. They're dead now, and they're and they're and, and like you said at the beginning of this podcast, uh, Jerome, based on the stats, there's there's going to be we're only we're about to enter into the month of June. We're only halfway through this year. Right. <laughs> there's a lot more to come based on the statistics. Should should unless something happens where miraculously so i don't believe in miracles but some for some reason we got knocked off course with the stats but i don't see that happening um yeah um anger anger is one of mine too um uh i i I just don't um like you know both of us being parents and everything like it's the humane thing you know it's what makes me sad that Cause I couldn't imagine. I seen all those beautiful kids, and I see their pictures, and I couldn't imagine that being my daughter. And it's just really, really, just unfortunate. The human, just the, you know, the human in me just hits me that they were just learning math and science, and it's just really sad that that, that the moron governor in, in, in Georgia and that moron mayor in Udalve, if I pronounced that right. Um, yeah, I, I believe it's Ujava. Okay, and they just like it's just like it's just basically okay. What was the press conference for? 
to send more condolences and prayers. What the hell are you pretty, having a press much. conference? Pretty much, because yeah, that's basically I'm it. Because that that the the mayor of Udave, that's basically what he when he's shouting at a uh, uh, for, uh, former Better. congress uh, state congressperson. Did he run? I can't. Anyway, I forgot what his position was. Uh, Beto O'Rourke. The, uh, uh, some people call him basically the the white uh, uh, Barack Obama uh, years ago. Uh, even though he's <laughs> calmly protesting that, the mayor basically said, how dare you do this at a time like this? You know, as if they're so concerned. How dare you politicize this? That's basically what he was saying. Yeah, but that's that's what it is. This is politics. What the hell, yeah, you know? Exactly. Listen, great. What he what what they're trying to do is, and they think that you know, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to play. All that was was political theater. Yeah. You no. Know, absolutely. It was just political theater, and I do know. I mean, Beto. I know he's he's running for uh, governor. Yeah, in um, right. uh, in, in Texas, uh, I hope with with the new you know voting restrictions they have there, I really hope he wins still. But I, I, I it it comes to the point where Joe said, I think we need we the I think right before midterms, this might hit Republicans in a way they didn't expect. You know what I'm saying, Joe says, I really think so, you know what I'm saying? Because this one, we had this a Sandy Hook, we have another one, and I really believe that people this time said, hey, we don't want another one. Or if there is another one, we want to make as hard as possible we possibly can to, to uh, you know, make this possible. And then even in the Congress, even the meetings that they're having and everything, Joe says, they saying they still don't have the votes. Yeah. Most likely that's the Senate, is my guess. More, more right. likely this the Senate. Senate. Because we, we have a wider margin in the, in the uh, House, the um, House of Representatives. Uh, to answer what you're saying, it, it could adversely affect the Republicans during the midterms. But like I said, we're just coming from June. And uh, November is the general elections, but this, remember we start voting early. We collectively speaking, uh, a lot of states start voting early. So, and a lot of times that's like about a month out before the other, you know, the general election. So, so you're you're basically basically talking about uh, instead of November, October. So basically October, that doesn't leave a lot of time. But there, who knows what events are going to happen between now and then? I mean, just think think about. Uh, a month ago, that, uh, let's say a month and a half ago, the 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 uh, 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 the terrorist attack in, in, in Buffalo against the yeah. black people there, and what happened in Udave, either of these events had happened yet. That was just a month and a half ago. Right. So we don't know what's going to. There are too many events, and then you got the world stage. You still got Ukraine, that could uh, affect our local, or I should say, domestic. That can affect our domestic politics. It's just, I, I don't know yet. There are too many moving parts between now and then. And there's, of course, and real quick, there's also other things such as the economy. That could uh, that could be a wild card right there. Um, yeah, or it, it, a lot can happen in the midterms. Like I said, like because I mean a lot has happened already this year. Um, but I, I really think that politically, because Joe said, I you know what? Forgive me. I hope everybody listens to my podcast, forgive me for saying this. But the next massacre is gonna happen. And I really think if anybody, if the swing voters are tilting, they're gonna tilt towards blue for that reason. Because the next one's gonna happen. And when you see kids being slaughtered, the people that have actually have a soul or I don't know, or just being humane, of course, they're like they're going through away from, OK, we got to do something. This is just too much. We got to do something. 
we gotta do something but but that's the thing joe says we both know the next one's coming we just don't know when yeah you know? uh, i mean it, it could be lincoln it, it could because omaha has actually already had a yeah we had uh, one yeah it is von bar remember the von yep, bar yeah oh i yeah. remember that it was yesterday yeah I, I forgot how long was that over ten years about ten years ago or something like that. Oh, it's longer than that, Joe said. This was about oh man, this is well, you might be right. Might be, I, might I'm, be not, right. I'm not I'm not in front of my laptop, so I, I don't have it in front of me. But yeah, that but yeah, we had there there was a mass shooting there or it, it, it you know who again, it it will happen again. I hate to say that, but it's you, the the momentum is there it will happen again the question is where and when right. and you know universe forbid I, I don't want to you know happen to me or you because uh but unfortunately it, it's possible um and uh it, it's, it's i don't know it's really it really I don't know what the word I'm looking for, man, but it, I don't know. Taking my stomach, Joseph, knowing that the next one is going to happen and we're going to be here again. And we just, all we get is political theater and then nothing changes and we just wait for the next one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, and, and, you, and you know how it goes. It's, it's, it's certain, uh, you know, no, no doubt cinema and uh, Senator Cinema for Arizona. And uh, Joe Manchin from, I forgot, was it North Carolina, wherever the hell he's from, I forgot. Uh, they're gonna stand in the way, and then we got we got the filibuster. So it's, it's not because people aren't trying, it's just we don't have enough Democrats in the Senate to override the filibuster so we can get this shit done. So they are trying, it's just we need, that's why it's important for people to vote Democrat. And I, I'm sorry, but that's, that's the reality of where we are. And, and we have to and we have to talk party politics because it's it's not because people are sitting around and they're being lazy. It's because we have, of course, the Republicans. They're not voting for anything like that. It's it's because we have these two so-called Democrats who voting with the Republicans. But but Joe says, let me ask this. Joe says, what does that say to the people that after all these mass shootings that are voting these damn people back in? Like, what does that say to you as a person that you're voting these dumbasses back in? Like you keep voting them in and these mass shootings keep happening. You keep voting in the same damn people that aren't going to do anything about it. What does that say about you? It, what, what it says about them is they're showing you what they are. And that that's why uh, what you and I talked about before behind the scenes is some people don't know. I, I, I'm talking about a blue zone of independence for progressives or uh, uh, Democrats, liberals, uh, and, you know, those who, who may not necessarily be on the left end of the spectrum, uh, blue, uh, just more reasonable, uh, on the West Coast, because I don't believe in reinventing the will, uh, because the, the most liberal part of the United States is California, Oregon, and uh, uh, Washington State, West Coast. Had we, if we had like, a, and I, the reason why I'm bringing this up, Jerome, because he, for what you just said. They're, they're showing you, it's like, yeah, so what? I don't want to keep on voting for Republicans after, after all these murders. So what? That's basically what they're saying. So I personally am tired of living with people like that. So I, that's why I strongly suggest we progressives, hey, you know what? For religious reasons, my family moved from Birmingham, Alabama, and they moved to Lincoln, Nebraska. That's how I got here. I was born here. But they, for religious reasons, it was it was like five black families. They moved about the same time from 1969 because uh, the church broke up that or the organization, whichever that they belonged to back then, and then they moved up to Lincoln because they heard about a Pentecostal church. And of course, as most people know about Joseph Smith uh, with the Mormon Church, uh, there was a great migration from the eastern parts of the United States. They went west and they ended up in Utah and Utah. And, they dominate, uh, the Mormons dominate Utah. They did it for religious reasons. Why can't we progressives, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, I, I know you're, uh, some things we agree with, uh, Jerome, but you're, uh, you probably wouldn't cut, not call yourself a progressive, I'm guessing. But this is one point. 
people who are like socialists, environmentalists, LGBTQ, of course, racial minorities, you know, the people on the left and, and the demographics, it's like they don't want to hear about this. But we already have a precedent because these people, these, these Republicans and other conservatives and other Nazis, like you said, Jerome, what does that mean when they keep voting them in even after the massacres and the terrorist attacks? They're saying we still agree with these people. And I don't know about you, I don't want to live with terrorists and Nazis. Right. So personally speaking, that's, I, I keep asking my wife, can we move to California? She does not want to, but that's part of the reason why I want to, because I think if we migrate, we progressives migrate to the West Coast, just like other people have done it. I just already listed them about the Mormons, about the Pentecostals and, and other. And of course, Israel is another one. A lot of Jews migrated to Israel. That's how the partially how the, the state of the nation of Israel came about because of migration. And it's, it's, it has happened several times in history. Why can't we do this for progressives? Uh, and so that way we, we, we it's too much to ask for us to do it constitutionally where we'll have uh, an independent, autonomous, progressive state. That's not gonna happen because you need the votes from Republicans to help us do that. That's not gonna happen. So if we, do, by default, it, it kind of like what Utah, Utah unofficially, because uh, because constitutional reasons, we're a secular society. So we have to have the separation of church and state is what, it is, is what I'm saying. But unofficially, de facto speaking, Utah is basically a Mormon, Mormon state. Well, it is. If, if we progressives just in mass, migrate over to just keep going, like I said, I've been in Los Angeles and, 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 and San Francisco, and I went through Seattle. They're already halfway there, Jerome, because that it's like going to another. I think it's cool. It's like going to another nation when you go to California. The majority of people I saw there were, were uh, 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 Asians and, and, and Latinos. White people were a minority, and you hardly saw any black folks at all, especially in San Francisco. Uh, uh, and uh, California a little bit more, but but yeah, it's uh, so it's it's. But as far as like I'm talking about in terms of the thought, in terms of the political direction of being a progressive, of a socialist, uh, being a liberal uh, or a liberal democracies, uh, and, and for the environment, uh, for gun controls, and all these things that make. So it's not just I'm not talking about just the the racial makeup or ethnic makeup. I'm also talking about political pride. That's what we need in this country because these people are not going to change everybody. They are quite fine with the way things are for them. I wish a lot of my Democrats and liberals wake up to this. Well, yeah, like I said, Joe says they're... Uh... Uh, with this last massacre, um, I think, I think the knob is turning. It was like the same optimism I had with, with the George Floyd situation. Um, it's like cautious optimism and, you know, two years later, right back to where we was before George Floyd. Yeah, and I was, I was going to say, uh, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I, didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to stir you up, big guy. But no, no, um, go ahead. I thought you were done. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, but you know, it's. I think it's going to be the same situation with this, unfortunately, because those kids deserve better. Their families deserve better. This just isn't right. As a human, this just isn't right. But go ahead. What were you going to say, Joseph? No, I was going to say. I know you're talking about uh, the shootings, but like the George Floyd. If you really think about it, yes, the, the response as far as like the protests and, and, and the movement and the protests uh, in Seattle and, and Oregon, and it, it lasted for several months. Here's the thing about it, in terms of in terms of policy, in terms of substance, what has really come out of what ha happened after the big protest after George Floyd? Because we don't have police reform at a national mm -hmm. level or even at state level. And forget about defund the police. Have you heard of any state or, or it's actually municipal, I should say municipal. Have you heard of any city or town that defunded the cops? I haven't. Yeah, there was one, Joseph, uh, New York, New Jersey. Did they really? Yeah, they, uh, 
they did they defund uh, it or did they just reroute some of the funds to no, go they reallocated the funds and in New York, New Jersey, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you can fact check me on that. But it was I know it was in New Jersey because it was in um I believe uh, it's it was, I, I heard I heard about this, but go ahead. Yeah, it's in Corey Booker's, you know, where he yeah, is. Yeah, New, New York, you're right. New York. Or how are you yeah. pronounce that? New York. Yeah. Jersey. And um, but yeah, uh and it's worked because they reallocated crime has went down. Um and I, you know, that, that's why we could change gears a little bit, you know because crime has went down. They got people actually, you know, that are there for mental health situations and everything else. Um, but people don't understand when it comes to crime, more policemen don't get rid of crime. I'm, I'm so tired, next person said it to me, I'm gonna slap them, like slap the hell out of them. More <laughs> police does not okay, equal good. to less crime. Right. And that's just not what it is, it's opportunity, it's economic. The, the answer is economic. So that's why people talk about, well, if that's the case, Jerome, why are there so many police officers in, you know, poor neighborhoods? And black neighborhoods? Yeah, exactly, because they're poor neighborhoods and people are starving more there and they're more desperate. So they, of course, they have to do more crime because they're in a, they're at a disadvantaged position being in that neighborhood. Now, if you go to an affluent neighborhood, you don't see that many cops out there. You don't see that no. many people strung out and everything and stuff like that there because there is opportunities in those areas and, and also they don't want to see the cops there because it's a reminder that something's wrong there you go so I so that's what pisses me off more than anything because uh our your mayor she gorgeous I mean I mean she's cute now I, I, I would love I would love to have an entanglement with our mayor. And I, I, I'll say this live. I don't care who hears it. She is, hey, she's fine. The mayor of Lincoln, she is, I don't even remember her name, but she is fine. Ooh, that short bear, hair. Gaylord Bear or something like that. Yeah, she, whatever she is, she is fine. I don't care. But she's, ooh, she's real fine. But oh, she just signed a bill a couple years ago about more policemen here. I'm just like, okay. You, you really think you think crime has went down since she signed that bill to, or, or or that grant she got for more policemen to be here? No, crime's still the same here in Lincoln. Didn't do anything. Yeah, and, and Lincoln's crime is high. I did a Google search from time to time. I do this with with a lot of different subjects. I know we don't have much time, so I'll keep it short. And uh, and I, it was interesting because it said in bold. I don't remember the source, but if you just Google Lincoln, Nebraska, and crime, it said. When you go to Lincoln, Lincoln is not a safe place. It was emphasized. Lincoln is not a safe place. This is like a few months ago when I did this. When okay, I Joseph. You, okay, when you Googled <laughs> it, you said, okay, we, okay, Joseph. Remember you just said you Googled it or whatever? Yeah. And you said Lincoln's not a safe place, right? That that's that, that was someone else who, it was an article okay. or something like that. All right. Okay, let's just say, okay, it's not a safe place, Joseph. Okay, she got this grant almost two years ago. So there are more policemen out there here in Lincoln, but crime hasn't went down because of it, because right. more police don't equal to be in the less crime. Like you right. have, I mean, but, but for whatever reason, people think they see the police and it feels safer because crime is going up. No, crime is going up because inflation is going up and people are getting more desperate. But you know, right. poverty, and I don't know who said this, I remember one time I was listening to, like, because he's a conservative too. You remember Jimmy Walker? Oh, yeah. He's from Omaha. Yeah. Is he JJ from o uh, Omaha? Yeah, I know that. Or, excuse me. I'm sorry. He moved to Omaha. Excuse me. I'm sorry. He moved to Omaha several years ago, but he, he moved I, out again. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know he even lived in Omaha, but Jimmy yeah. Walker's very conservative. And he was on, I can't remember this one guy. He was an old guy. The show came on late at night. He was conservative. But he used to have, he looked like a, uh, he was like a, oh, a night side Donahue. I can't remember his name, Joseph, but he had a show come on at night about politics. And I used to watch it. Why? I don't know. But I think I know who you're talking about, but go ahead. I, I know you're yeah, like, he was like a nighttime Donahue. But he had Jimmy Walker on there. And Jimmy Walker said, crime, poverty causes crime more than crime causes poverty. Why well, he said that way? He was saying that. 
crime causes poverty more than poverty causes crime. That's what he said. Oh, and I'm okay. like, I see, yeah. It's like big lips so bad because why in the hell would you say? Are you a fool? Crime causes poverty. I know what he was trying to say, but ain't no way in hell you gonna sit here and tell me that that crime causes poverty more than poverty causes crime. Oh hell no. You, yeah. You know, you ain't gonna sit here and tell me that. So. Well, that that's that's how he's of that that you know, he's of that thought process of that political process where you know. Him and culture are real good friends. Oh, so, that says it all right there. <laughs> that, seriously, that see because if you think about who you keep, I, I know it's, it's kind of cliche to say it's, it's kind of old school, but it is true. Who you keep company with, that says a lot about you. Okay, okay, but I, I think she's hot too. But listen, that, yeah. that's what to hear there. But <laughs> oh yeah, but, well that that's just that's just the human element. Yeah, there yeah, there's a yeah. lot of yeah, but. But it, on the inside, oh, yeah, I, I know. I I, I, I get what you're like, saying. Her voice, her voice alone, like, oh, you know what? Just stop talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 What's well, it, it's so. But no, no, you're fine. It's just, well, they're they're like you said. I really like what you said. Uh, just your rhetor your rhetorical question was so after everything they did what what does this mean what, what is what are they saying that when they still vote for these save down republicans despite the the massacres and the terrorist attacks to me that's that's the most important uh segment of tonight that you you asked because after every after all this and you're still going to vote for it these same republicans I know what Joseph says. That's, that's key. To me, that's key what you just said there. Yeah, Joseph, here's the thing with me, okay? Well, this, see, I told you, this is why I, I, I'm part of no party now. This is why. This is the thing with me. And I'm going to say this. You cannot shit on my plate and tell me that is food. You just can't. Right. So, right. That, that's it. But that's what, when somebody sit here and, and you see that, they're leading you off a cliff. And you still follow that fool off the cliff. Right, then that's on you, not them. You nut, but right, it, it that's where it's because this is whole gun control thing is. Joe says, you know, it, it's, it's it's where we are. Is like, well, do you feel safer? That's what you gotta ask yourself. Do you feel safer than you did in 1994 when they had the ban, or in 2022 where there's no ban? That's a good and question. I think right now, I feel, because in 1994, that was way before Columbine. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I never heard it before. But as soon as we, we okay, we're going to take the ban off these weapons. We're going to take, you know, bump stocks. We're going to do that. We're going to take, again, all, all, you have as much ammo as you want to. All of a sudden, we're getting these massacres and random shootings. And I felt safer back in 1994, Joseph, because I never, because it's very rare when you heard something like that. In the, yeah, in the 90s. yeah. As opposed to 30 years later, where, hey, you well, hear what about you? Holiday changed all that. Yeah, every week. Yeah, every since then. It's, ne it's never really stopped since then. Yeah, it, Joe said, it, 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 man, I, I'm trying to, you know, it, I, like I said, yeah, man, I, I'm to the point where I am at to call my daughters and ask them every day. Did you make it home from school? That's where I'm almost. That's where I almost am. It's, it's sad that I have to do this, but that's where I'm like. You can't take nothing for granted anymore. No, but but we like I said, like I said a few minutes ago, uh, I, I if it were up to me, if I if I were in charge, if I were the commander in chief, I'd be doing conduct because okay, conducting some raids against these these right wingers, these these white supremacists, and anyone else. Who, who may harbor uh, such dangerous uh, uh, philosophies and action. Uh, because remember, after 9-11, I remember this. I remember uh, uh, after uh, two, uh, September, or excuse me, uh, yeah, September 19th, or 9th, what was it? I forgot, what is it, September 2001? 2001, yeah. 9-11, the Bush administration had rounded up approximately just, just under a 1,000 guys 
who are uh, Muslim uh, and or of Middle Eastern background. They about just like 900 something, just under a thousand. I, I don't know, I, I don't remember what happened as a result of that, how many they let go or how many they convicted or what. But they rounded up about a thousand right after 9-11 of, of oh, Muslims yeah. and, and men from the Middle East. That oh, shows yeah. you that the, the, the Bush administration did that. We do not do the same thing for white supremacists when these neo-Nazis and these these white nationalists, where they like what happened in, in, in uh, 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 Buffalo. There's, but at Buffalo, I was thinking about Pittsburgh. I think something happened there too. I just remember Pittsburgh. And, and, and other, yeah, and, and other places, you don't hear them rounding up white guys, not uh, almost a thousand of them. You don't hear about that, but you, they sure as hell rounded up almost a thousand uh, Muslims, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nine eleven. See, that's see, uh, see, we can do something and not just be victims of it. Start rounding them up because they are terrorists, mm -hmm. but they're not going to do it. In large part because they look like them, they they they're white guys and they don't want to do that. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Um, to uh, let us note, Joseph. Hey, I also, I I I, could, I know you write science fiction, okay? Well, and, published. Yeah, yeah. I know, you, I know you. Yeah, and I know I thought, oh, hey, you got you just gotta come back to tell me. I, I got some things I gotta ask you about science fiction. Because okay, yeah. I know you write it, and I'm going to send you the invite. And I know you write it, so please, please, look, I, got, I got a lot of questions I got to ask you about science fiction. I don't want to do it now because I want to make I want you to get you give your whole opinion on what I'm about to ask you. I got like three questions that are really important that I, I got to ask you, man. So, oh, oh, you want to do it? Uh, you you want to do it after? You said afterwards. No, like like I'm about to end this one. And I'm about to send another one to you because oh, okay. I, I got to okay. ask you this about this. Okay, is that okay? Because yeah, science fiction is a thing. I got to ask you about it, okay? Okay. Okay. So we'll be back for part two of this, okay? All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Yep. Bye.